Welcome to Purposely Driven, the podcast that's going to help you inspire purpose-driven results. Not only that, I'm going to help you tap into your full potential by overcoming your fears, overcoming your limitations, and helping you recreate your life by recreating your mind. This is Brittany Hernandez. I am your podcast host, and I am so excited to have you here. Let's get started. Okay, so today's episode is going to be from a training that we, me and one of my really close friends, Megan, did together. It's really amazing because we have known each other since 2015, and we have grown through adversity, grown through resilience, grown through having to stand back up, and she's the perfect person to just welcome in on this podcast episode and just really show you how resilience always wins. So super excited for you to listen today. I cannot wait for you to just leave some feedback and let's get going. Okay, so first off, I just have to talk about Anchor. It's like the easiest way to make a podcast and how simple it is. It's free for one and you get all the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, It helps just get your voice out there and truly help inspire and lead in this industry, especially podcasting. It's such a great way to niche down and help you make money from your podcast and do everything you need to make it successful. So check it out. coming to you is truly meant for you and life is rearranging itself to match your mindset and also the vibe that you're putting out and the energy that you're doing it from and the actions that are reflecting that. Um, One thing that my team really hears quite a bit from me is your actions are a reflection of what you value. Can we let that sink in for a second? Our actions are a reflection of what we value. And I know for me and Meg, we've been in different seasons, but Meg's like the yin to my yang. I'm more of what you, you know me. I'm very like spicy and red and like Italian comes out of me a lot. So I had to kind of go through this growth phase and re-strategizing things and relearning leadership with areas that I needed to get aware in and pivoting into my business and how that looks for me. I love working, okay? This is just who I am. I'm the opposite side of person, so just take this for whoever you are and whoever this speaks to really quick. I am a person that loves to work. I love being intentional with my family because, hi, I'm around them. I'm home. I built that, but I've always loved to work. It's just something that's been bred in me since I was a kid. I lied on my first job and said I was 16 and I was actually like just turned 15. I've always been that type of person that has been motivated by what I can do for my life and what I'm capable of doing for my life. And so for me, workaholic was something I didn't realize was a bad thing. And so there's two sides to this, okay? Maybe you're that person that's more like in the hobby stage and you're working your business as a hobby and like on the sides. And now you're like, hey, my vision, my vision's really changing. My my like I be- I'm believing in myself more because okay, here's the thing. You cannot get to the next level without belief, okay? You gotta believe in you, boo. You gotta believe in what you're doing. You gotta believe in where you're going. You gotta believe in what you're building and what you're capable and what you have your hands on, okay? And so both sides, wherever you're at, require resistance, whether you're a hobbyist or a workaholic. (laughs) And guess what? 
you're going to realize that each serve a purpose and that is a beautiful blessing no matter what stage of business or life you're in so for me i had to grow through that and go through and how to strategize building a business that allows me to practice what i preach being off my phone being intentional with my family having things that spark my joy and spark my life and also letting and growing leaders that lead with who they are we can't talk about being authentic and creating layered leadership and duplication and all these things unless our teams are really truly getting to be themselves and i had to kind of fail forward in some of these areas so i like to speak on these things because strategy is what has really helped me build a business but not only build a business but build a community that taps in to inspired action which breeds their confidence and belief okay i am one of those leaders and i had to really practice this i share like before and after videos of myself when i first started network marketing me and meg started network marketing together in 2015. i was like very overly overweight i didn't have any confidence in my voice and my tone and with my word choices i didn't have any vision clarity like meg can attest to this she was around me for a very long time i i but i had sparks of hope okay and that's what i want you to just soak into really quick i had sparks of hope i had this okay well if that leader can do it why can't i or I see them doing this, that, and I'm not talking about comparison. If that's where your mind's going, that's not where this, that's a mindset thing. That's a you thing. This is where you got to kind of grow because maybe that's the disconnect. You're looking and comparing and envying instead of looking and comparing as a I can too type of thing. So, okay, for example, I did, I wanted to earn an auto vehicle because my car was about to get repo when I started this business. Okay. So strategy wise is how can I make that happen and build a business while for me at that time, I was working 10 hour days. That's how I started this business was working school full time and also in a real career full time. So my days were from five o'clock in the morning till 1030 at night. How do I build a business with that? I can't just throw spaghetti on the wall and act like my business is gonna build itself. I can't just have no idea of how to talk to people or recruit people or get people on my team to grow that income that I'm trying to build to lessen my hours, right? Who has a goal that they want to lessen their hours, replace their income or retire themselves from corporate America? Can we drop a one? Yay. One. Sorry, that's Kingston in the background. Um, now, if that's not your vision, let me tell you one thing. There is other 200K leaders in this, in this, in Thrive World, okay, that work full-time and run 200K teams. You don't have to have my vision. You don't have to have my expectations, but you do have to have clarity around where you see yourself going, okay? So for me, since I wanted to bring myself home, I had to get strategic. How do I do that? What's my income right now with how many enrollments? Okay, so if my enrollments are equaling X, Y, and Z income, and I need to get to X, Y, and Z, how do I do that? How do I connect those dots? So this is where this comes in, okay? Systems, write this down. I don't care if you're brand new, or if you are building a 40K and above team. Systems, simplicity, community, accountability. 
Okay, this is my secret sauce. Now, I've learned from all different leaders. I learned from Meg, I've learned from Linz, I've learned from M. I'm actually in like this season of like letting all my leaders that are gonna be 200Ks do their thing and not be me be in the mix of it all. And it's weird for me because I'm like not, I'm learning different levels of me, okay? So if you're wanting to bring yourself home or you're wanting to build an income that pays off debt or you're starting to gain massive vision of what this business can truly do for you, then you gotta kinda go into a game plan. I call these mile markers, okay? So give yourself a deadline, okay? So for example, me, I like playing, it's me versus me. And you need to write that down, it's you versus you. For me, I had a deadline that I needed to get a car paid for because the repo man was coming and I didn't have a, I didn't have options. I had, hey, I need to make this happen within a certain amount of time. So for example, we have an amazing company that really gives us the tools that we really need to succeed. One of them being our blueprint to success. And if you're part of my team, you might've heard me say that. Does anyone know what the blueprint to success is? Probably, I have no idea. <laughs> two and two, yes. Okay, so one of the things that I love teaching my team is not overcomplicating this business, okay? It's, my time is very valuable and I used to be that promoter that wanted to mass enroll all the time. And I can tell you right now, I did. It does not build a successful team. It's the people that you build the deepest connections relationships and heartstrings with that stay and build your community. Quality over quantity is gonna be the key, but you have to be building a team, okay? So first you have to realize that building a team and building an income is a reflection of connecting your story and vision to their pain points, to their struggles, to their moments of crying behind the scenes that they don't share with the world. Those heartstrings, okay? So there's gonna be two and two things that I talk about in this. Pain points, and then I'll have Megan kind of go back and forth. And Meg, you know, just to interrupt me, if you ever have something that comes up, just unmute, interrupt, you know how I am. So when it comes to this strategy and pain points, your blueprint to success and keeping it so simple for you guys, honestly, four and four. Your VIP 1600 is literally the blueprint to building a massive organization that creates massive momentum, but it's a daily thing, okay? That means conversations, that means IPAs, that means all the things that we talk about, right? I don't need to go into all that. But understanding if you have that goal of, okay, I need to get two promoters or four promoters by two week mark, and you give yourself a deadline and make it kind of fun, Keep the fun in it. Like I get to go change four. Do, okay, put this thing in perspective really quick. I'm just gonna call out my leaders that I see on like camera right now. Rebecca, Leah, Lydia, who else is what? Lauren, okay? Imagine if I didn't have that blueprint to success in my mindset going into each month or into each every two weeks. And I just like, I'm just gonna get a couple people here and there. Those four lives that have joined that I just called out, those four, those are four, that's my VIP promoter side. Those four lives have been magnet, I can't say words, words are hard, have been so insanely impacted by this business and this community 
between their confidence, their growth, their financial changes, their business growing, their lifestyle. Like I could go on and on on how Thrive has served them, not because of me, but because of me giving them the permission to step into their power. And what I mean by permission is, hey, you can run a business and you can do it too. Why can't you? And those four people have gone in and repeated that same blueprint, VIP 1600. And it doesn't matter. You're going to constantly have to do your VIP 1600 people. It is not like it's a one and done thing. It is a, I do it. If I do it within a couple of days, cool, repeat. Like in my mind, this is just accountability wise of how I hold myself accountable. Now I got into this place though, where I don't want to just enroll a bunch of promoters and my time is going all over the place. I want to work with promoters that I can truly build and create opportunities with them that leave legacy impact to them. And how they do that is by what mindset you're doing it from. So strategy wise, it's like you can be the most consistent person in the world. Okay. Who, who's been here for a few years? And this is not to call anyone out, believe me. Okay. That's okay. So how I like to look at it is my first three years of business, me and Megan kind of like are similar in this. My first three years of business, I look as my failing forward parts to really learn how to do a business because I've never done this before up until that time ago. So for example, when I started here, I took it as my reset day. Maybe you need to look at today as your reset day, as the day that you went back into the basics, back into the blueprint, back into the joy, back into why you pushed the start button in the first place, because it's gonna be constantly evolving and changing. And sometimes we can lose vision of that, which we're, we can learn clarity from. So when you take that blueprint back into your forefront, you make it a decision that that is a non-negotiable and you are making it happen. Now that's why, for example, you can go, I just recently went through like a dry spell with enrolling promoters and customers. I was like, this is not me. Like I literally, I'm talking about weeks. Like that is, this is not me like at all. But what was my energy, my mindset, my thought patterns, my discipline, my habits, my business, like call to actions that I'm doing. If you're not talking about your business, how are people gonna build, join a business that you're not talking about? Who's seen that reel? That says, if you're not talking about your products, your, how do people know your products exist or something like that? So often, and you need to always lead with the steps, yes. But also intertwine the cues that you hear from the conversations that you have to talk about the business. Because business building and recruiting is hugely important to connecting to your paychecks and growth of residual income. You want to, and a lot of times when it comes to the strategy of how to get to the next level of us, it's really just our belief behind where we're actually going in the first place. A lot of times we don't realize that our enrollments and our strategy to building a business, our strategy to our mindset, our pain points, all these things are what comes down to what we believe inside. Do you get what I'm saying? Like what we believe inside. Do you believe you're worthy of leading a team? And it's okay if you don't, but guess what? There's a whole community that feel the same way that you probably feel right now that are doing it together and doing it messy and doing it uncomfortably, but you're not alone in leading a team here.
you have every single resource for your downline that you're trying to build with to be successful. Your success is, their success is not attached to your success or what you do. So don't rob them of their future because you're creating limits within what you're capable of. And I promise if you practice this, like, so each conversation you go in, when it comes to strategy and building a business and doing your VIPs, believe to achieve, okay? So I will literally play games in my with myself, like when I'm like not feeling good in my mindset and I'm like, I know that I'm going to these conversations kind of like not fully filled up, that's okay. But I'm going to start capturing that thought and retraining it to be like, no, what? This person needs what I have. This person needs these products. This person needs this income. I'm gonna be able to get this person on Thrive. I am getting this person on Thrive. And because I'm retraining the intention behind the inaction, I know it's the craziest thing, but can we just practice this maybe for like two weeks? Like give yourself two weeks to really practice every conversation that you're having and being like, I'm getting someone on Thrive today. I don't know how, I don't know who. I haven't even talked to people in a week. I don't even have conversations or potentials. Okay, cool. Today's your day one of resetting the back to basics that you need to be doing in order to build a business that you can change your life from. And in order to change your life, you have to believe in what you're building. Do you see how it's like all these little puzzle pieces that fit together? Because we can teach you all the IPAs, the strategy, all that stuff, right? But if the intention behind it is just going through the motions, none of these things will ever connect. The puzzle piece won't fit. So strategy, and I'm going to go into this and then Meg, I'm going to pass it to you wherever you're at. Um, there's a couple layers that I talk about. First of the month, and I'm going to teach any 12K and above. This might be a really good tool. And if you're trying to go 12K and above, this is a really good tool to start practicing, okay? So let's say you're a 4K and above leader and you have your VIP, let's say 800. Let's say you have two promoters underneath you right now that are consistently work, showing up or working, but maybe they're not getting the results that they're truly wanting. Maybe there's some disconnects, right? Okay, my biggest thing is doing one-on-ones with your downline. I went through a season where I didn't do this and then I did do this. My biggest, because I'm a very red leader, I have to be doing one-on-ones. As a red leader, I have to do one-on-ones so people can understand my heart. By them understanding that my heart, they know my intentions and my heart is to truly serve. And yes, I'm going to say the hard things that probably ruffle your feathers, but they're going to understand why I'm doing it. Maybe you're the opposite and you're a leader that hasn't, like that does one-on-ones, but you're like a very like, I want to make everyone happy and it's rainbows and shut, but like, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you're a blue or red or whatever color you are in the color world of colors. Like you gotta realize you have to one match the color that they are in ways, but you also have to mix it up with the things that they need to hear, not what they always want to hear. Because accountability is gonna help drive awareness, okay? And awareness is the first step to change. So. When I'm first getting new promoters on my business, I keep everything very simplified, very, very duplicatable. Okay, Lionheart, if you're a part of Lionheart, they have guides like set up. It's very similar to how we have guides set up. So your guides are gonna be the first step that you connect all your promoters with the moment they order. 
They're active and commission qualified, not days later, not when they message you back, not when they, oh, you wanna make them feel comfortable. No, your job is to get people uncomfortable. Your job is to get people uncomfortable. Your job is to get yourself uncomfortable. This business is self-development with a paycheck. And if you truly have like to duplicate layered leadership and strategy behind that, and that is by doing simplicity, so guides, onboarding process, all that, right? And then following your inspired actions, okay? So one other thing, and I'll pass it to Meg, is strategy around who to match effort with. Let's say you have a team that's growing, right? Let's say you have a couple people underneath you, but only one of them is really messaging you consistently. Only one of them is really asking questions and being like, what should I do next? Or what do I, like, who has, like, who has that? Because I, I, we've all been there. Me and Megan were 4K leaders. We were 12K leaders. We had five girls underneath us and one girl's only talking to us. We've had no five girls underneath us and zero are talking to us. It's okay. Like, that. that's what separates pivoting first and then being intentional, okay? So that one person is who I would be working with the whole month. So what I would be doing is I would be, hey, let's do some one-on-ones. Let's do maybe an opportunity live. Let's see you go live once a week. I wanna see you live on your page talking about the opportunity. The thing about just creating a business that builds is not being a micromanager leader, obviously, because we're not here to be business, like we're not here to be managers. We're not here to tell people how to run a business. This is a business that you own. And this business is a 1099. Like I have a 1099 and S Corp and all the things. So like I'm a legit business. Hi, hello. You have to respect it like that. And you, your team respects it like that by you respecting it like that. Just like the more you're focused on your growth and your stuff, the more your team focus on their stuff and their growth and they start showing up. So I really connect with my team day one. I'm on Zooms. I'm getting them in guides. I'm getting them accountable for their why, what their first goal is. And then those girls that you may have underneath you or those guys that you may have underneath you, I'm going through my back office. Who goes and looks at their back office at least like a couple of days? And I'm not talking about the volume, okay? Because stop looking at your volume. Stop going and logging into your, your tracker 10,000 times a day. Your volume is not changing unless you're enrolling, okay? And if you're looking at your volume all the time, it's because you're trying to look at your volume to ride your team. I'm saying it like that, because if your volume and you're checking your tracker and you haven't enrolled, then you're asking your team to build your business and you're not focused on your building your business. If your volume is not growing, it's because you're not growing it. Not your team, not anything else, okay? So it's you versus you always, not you versus you and your team. Your team is not attached to your business being successful. Your team is attached to how you grow yourself and lead your heart posture through the success and through the growth of where you're at. Okay, so strategy wise is you're gonna to go to your back office, okay? Even if you have one person underneath you, I'm teaching you these tools because you wanna start mastering them and practice and practice and practice, okay? So you're gonna go back to where it says placement downline or sponsorship reports. So my team, sponsorship reports. The difference is placements, if your upline has placed anyone underneath you, it shows anyone and everyone underneath your downline. Sponsorship is what you personally have enrolled, okay? So sponsorship is where I would start. 
Now what I do is I organize it from current QV. There's like drop downs you can pick. Current QV, um, descending, and then go by the level. Usually you will start at level one, okay? Level one is gonna be your direct enrolled promoters. And the reason I'm teaching you this is because now you can go and look. Let's say you're running for 4K, right? So you need to have a strategy of what that's gonna take, okay? You're gonna do and go and look at what your team's volume is and what they need to get to their goals. Let's say they wanna go 4K or they're working toward their VIPs. Okay, what is needed? Because as a leader, you need to be aware of their goals just as much as you're aware of yours. You need to help them feel that disconnect, okay? The second thing is, I do my rate of run. If you do not know what your rate of run is, can someone in my downline drop the formula? Rate of run is something I do around the 5th, the 10th, and the 20th of the month, okay? And it helps you be very strategic with where and what needs done on your end or your downline's end to get to those goals. You need to have a visual of, okay, if you're going 12, wanting to go 12K, what does that take? 12K essentially is two 4K, 4, 4K later, 4K leaders underneath you, and then random volume from your downline, okay? So if you can keep the overthinking and all, like, how do I do this and how, VIP 1600. It is literally going to launch 4K, 12K, and then it compounds because you're teaching your team to do the exact same thing, which compounds into 40K and all that. So Meg, do you have anything to piggyback off of that part? And then we'll attach to pain points after. Oh my gosh, I feel like I have so many notes. <clears throat> I'm gonna take it back a little bit because I literally wrote something for everything that you said, so much fire and so much truth and so much simplicity. But um, so number one, I love how you touched on being a mass enroller because I think that people have this idea that if they show up more, they'll enroll more people. And then when it doesn't happen, there's this feeling of defeat that comes along with it because we're human and we have ourselves to an expectation that we cannot hit. And once we accept that we're not all made to be mass enrollers, and truthfully, a mass enroller is someone who's in momentum season. They've either just started or they went viral or something crazy happened, but no one is a mass enroller 365 days a year. So if you feel like you should be somewhere that you're not, I need you to just accept that no one is there 24 seven. We're all gonna have our seasons, but I wrote down being a mass enroller and being an enroller is not the same. You don't have to enroll tens of hundreds of people a month, but you have to enroll in general. There doesn't have to be a number amount on that because we're all gonna go through seasons, but the belief that we don't have to enroll or we don't have to put effort into enrolling because we don't think that we're gonna be mass enrollers is, it sounds crazy, but it's a mindset that's out there. And we need to squash that mindset and accept that we're in a business of changing lives and we're not gonna change a life if we don't enroll a promoter. So um, VIP 1600, don't allow the limiting experiences determine your uncapped potential. And what I mean by that is some of you guys have limited your experience in you personally hitting a bonus or a rank and prevented you from speaking boldly about making that happen for someone else. 
cool, you missed your VIP 800, you missed your VIP 1600, you didn't hit a bonus that you were close to. And so often I see so many people not talk about their confidence in being able to help someone else do that just because they haven't done it. So hear me when I say this, don't allow your limiting experiences determine your uncapped potential. Um, so drop a one if you have ever gone through the guides in your team page. We all have team pages. We're all a part of a team page. Let me just see like who has really gone through the guides. Um, and I shared this in our leadership huddle and I can't wait. I just want to speak this out into existence. There's going to be so many women and men who are on this zoom right now, who are going to be sitting in a leadership huddle, learning how you can become better for your teams. I need you to paint that picture that where you're at right now, that growth is going to be exponential that you're going to look back and either say, I'm so grateful I stuck with it, or I wish I would have believed in myself and whatever you choose is your choice. So I showed this in the leadership huddle and I want to picture, I want you to picture yourself as a knife. And we all use knives in our kitchen. We have really sharp ones to cut things. And over time, as we use the knife, it becomes dull. It's not as sharp. It doesn't cut things as quickly or as strongly as it is supposed to, as it's designed to. And we don't just throw the knife away if it's worth hundreds of dollars. We sharpen the knife. And through us is where we get to be that knife and we get to go through the motions of life and use these skills that we've been given. Guess what, guys? Waking up and taking a breath is a skill. It's not necessarily something that you learn. It's who you are. You are the investment. You are the skill that you are sharpening. You are the knife. So every time we go through our guides, every time we pour knowledge into our minds, we're sharpening that knife and... What I wanted to really touch on was I was sitting here and I'm thinking about all these different phases of business and how whether you've been in for one day or one year, you're going to be in a different mindset because you've sharpened your skill over time. You've done things repeatedly that you don't necessarily have to go back and learn for the first time, but we do have to go back and keep it simple. And I was sitting here and I was thinking about the phases of business and some of you guys have a dream of making just a little bit of money. That's why you started. But almost seven years in this business, I've realized that a lot of times we set small goals because we're still trying to prove to ourselves that we can make something, anything happen. And we're afraid to up level our mindset because we're just trying to prove that we could even do this one little thing. But I guarantee there's someone out there that if I were to ask, what is your goal? How much money do you want to make? It would literally be like 50 or $100 a week. And for some of you guys, that seems just out of this world unobtainable because you've maybe made $8, $10. I was there. I remember that mindset. But do you believe that you can make more? And what are you willing to do to make that happen? So I want to share with you the, the phases of leadership that you're going to go through. And this is inevitable, but this is so important to understand how you're going to sharpen your knife and how it's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to happen. So brand promoter, everyone starts as a brand promoter. And the, the thing you have to do in this phase is you have to master consistency. You have to show up daily, regardless of the goal you have, big or small. 
because consistency builds confidence in the products and business. That is your first goal, is just to practice showing up so that you can build that muscle of confidence in what you have your hands on. The second step is 4K. It may come in different phases. There may not even be a rank attached to this when you reach this level. But the next 4K is mastering consistency and mastering building relationships. Because building relationships builds your potential list. And then the vision starts to up level a little bit. You start to serve from a place of confidence rather than desperation. So that first phase, you're building that confidence so that when you go and build those relationships and people start to ask questions, you're not stuck in the, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, and then you ignore them or you just reply and you word vomit or you freak out. You have that confidence because you've shown up consistently. This doesn't, the first phase doesn't require anyone to be in your inbox for you to build this, this skill. This is between you and you. The second one is where you bring other people in and you start to share this confidence that you've, you've slowly built. So the third one is 12K. Again, it may not come at this rank. I have women who haven't even hit 4K who have already gone through this mindset. So don't allow a rank to define where you're gonna be at in leadership. That's a choice. So this phase is mastering consistency and mastering enrolling customers and promoters through conversations and overcoming objections. So by 12K, you should be able to teach your team how to have conversations. It is your job as a promoter to build the relationship and to show up consistently. But now when you start to grow a team, it's your job to lean into your leader, to learn the correct way to have conversations. And this is where we get to really lean into each other and why I think that a lot of people haven't grown as fast as they want is because the ego is telling them that they should know this or they should have learned it in the guides. But I can tell you firsthand that nothing is going to sharpen the skill of success and labeling yourself as a professional than doing it firsthand. You can't read about it. You have to put it into action. And when you start to put it into action, you have to know that you're not alone. Just because there's a guide that shows you what the objections are doesn't mean that your leader doesn't want to walk with you through this to guarantee you learn the right way. Because what you learn is what you're gonna teach your team, who does join you and who does watch you and who it, who does wanna be led by you. But you have to have that belief that what you've learned, you can share with someone else. And that's where confidence comes. That's where teams are built is, so many people don't talk about the business because they're afraid of what they're gonna do when they enroll a promoter. They're afraid to have those conversations. And this is where I need you to take it back to the basics and why we're talking about this is because you have to sharpen that skill and master that first level, regardless of how far you've come thus far, taking it back to the basics so that these people that you do bring in, they're attracted by you and your vision. They're not attracted because they think they're gonna make quick money, but they see what you bring to the table because you have confidently learned and poured into yourself and then positioned yourself as a professional. So number one, master consistency. Stop doing it every other day. Even if you just wanna make hobby money, you still have to show up consistent. 
Just because you only want to make $10 a week doesn't mean you only show up once a week. And that's really a way for us to cop out on our bigger vision by playing small and just saying that our goal is smaller than it really is. You guys think that the goals that we say out loud are these big audacious things, but if you really knew what we wanted to accomplish, you would think that we were crazy. I need you to start speaking your vision out loud so that you can attract people who are like-minded and stop trying to convince people who are in a hole that they deserve to get out. They have to know that they deserve to get out. They're just looking for a way to get there. You're not the person to convince someone to change their life. You're just the person providing the opportunity to make it happen. And this is where I need you to hone in right now that whether you have a team The person that you are leading that is going to change your life isn't another person, it's you. So start leading you the way that your team is going to lead. And start leading you because you deserve to uplevel your vision and take that $10 vision to $10,000. Because we're in an industry that's uncapped. We're in an industry that is still just getting started. We're in an industry that has just barely expanded to other countries. And just FYI, I embarrassed myself the other day when I went into this Filipino group, because I'm half Filipino, and I asked for a translator so that I could share a ground floor opportunity in the Philippines. And everyone says that the the language that they speak there is English. So don't let your limiting beliefs prevent you from this uncapped potential. So, right, I'm going to pass it over. Okay, so I love that you're speaking on these things because there are certain little things that you've heard Megan speaking about pain points, okay? So if you're not in my community, I will be putting this in Lionheart as well, and then I'm going to send it over to Meg for any of you guys that need it. But I made this a couple weeks ago for my team on pain points and how to lock in your belief and the desires that you want and using them as safe guides for your message, okay? So a lot of us, we don't realize that our desires are our safe guidance. So who can name like or think of a couple things that come to your heart when you like ask yourself, what would you do in the next six months if you had no limits on yourself? If you had no limits, no red light stories, no nothing, what would you do if you had nothing holding you back? What would you be? How would you show up? What energy would you lead from and show up from? What would that bank account look like? What would your conversations look like? What would your energy throughout the day look like? What would your home look like? Would it, and I'm not talking about go out and getting a whole new home in six months. I'm saying, is it organized? Is your drawers not cluttered? Is your, because me and Megan have had this conversation before. How, for example, I went on this organization kick because I was reading that how I do anything is how I do everything. So if my drawers are cluttered and my cupboards are cluttered and everything is a chaos, it's often a reflection of my indication of what's going on in my brain. And that means that, okay, like my outside can look all put together, all the things look put together, but are my insides put together? Meaning like, are my things like that no one's looking really like, being shown with discipline the reflection of how i want to live how i want to be how i want to show up so you got to walk in your beliefs okay and how you walk in your beliefs is by realizing your desires are your safe guidance okay 
those things that are on your heart that if you had no limits on yourself, those are the things you got to lock in and believe that you are so worthy and capable of. Now, you don't need to have it all figured out. You don't need to know how it's going to happen. You don't need to know the timeline. You don't, you don't need to know any of it. Okay, take the control out of it. You just need to believe that you can achieve with the smallest grain of a mustard seed of faith. Okay, the next thing is God's giving you the desires that you are having on your heart for a reason and for a purpose. You can't water that vision down by playing it comfortable and small. And yes, there is seasons that you will. Sorry, my dogs. I just, I'm currently in this kind of weird season. And you need to also understand imposter syndrome means you're on the right path. Okay. Imposter syndrome is a part of the process. I've had to retrain myself and I still, it is a practice daily that imposter syndrome is so a part of my purpose and the things that I'm feeling imposter syndrome around, that means it's for me and that I'm just refining myself and that I'm kind of questioning because I'm dying off old patterns. I'm dying off old habits. I'm dying off old Brittany, right? So you have to realize that imposter syndrome is a part of it. Now, pain points, okay? Because we talked a little bit of strategy. You know, I talked about strategy. I've kind of been in this tangible trading type of stuff because I want to mix both in for you guys and how I really connect my story and my strategy through my struggles, especially right now, especially during imposter syndrome, especially during like growth. And like, you know, my husband lost his uncle this past weekend. We've been going through family stuff behind the scenes. There is so many layers that I could, sh I share but I don't air. Does that make sense? Can we write that down? Share, don't air. And I think there's two differences because I've had people come to me about this. It's not about sharing the dirty laundry and the negative side of it. It's about sharing the hard parts of it and how you're turning it into your power. Okay, there's a difference between solving or problem solving, like finding and solution solving. Like if you're constantly looking for the problem, you're never gonna find the solution. And so you have to realize your pain points are your launching paths. Okay, so some of the pain points that I have written down and they may connect to you, but I'm gonna teach you how to connect this too. Teen mom, never going to be good at school. Teachers telling me I would never amount to anything, that I was gonna fail in life. Addiction, divorce, eating disorder. Put, um, putting things on credit cards all the time, using layaway for Christmas, WIC and government assistance, um, dating a narcissist. Does any of these sound relatable to you? Okay. You cannot tell me then that you don't know how to post, have a conversation, put in content out or build engagement. You can't tell me that because one of you said you can relate to one of those. Those are the things that you talk about. Those are the things you take people on the journey with. So for example, I remember being a teen mom, having my son at 17 and my teachers and my parents and all of them said, because I had to go to online school that I would never be able to build an income. And I was always going to be kind of like job to job and never have that family foundation. And I had a son so young that I was a kid myself that I'm going to lose my identity and I'm never going to be able to show him nothing more than struggle. Right. Who's heard this? I'm so thankful that I went on the journey of doing the hard things and finding a community and connection 
that allowed me to lo love myself through this stuff, but I only growing me, but building a massive income doing so, that it now allows me to be a present mom and help him heal from the trauma that I put him through and his family has put him through from being a teen mom. I get to take the work with me and help him see that you can do anything you put your mind to. So I took pain, power, and feel felt found and put it into a story. You don't, but that doesn't have to be all one post or all one reel or all one thing. And so I want you to do this tonight or this week, okay? I want you to write a list of pain points that you connect to that makes you you. And I will send over my, my graphics and put them in the team page as well so you guys can see how I kind of do this. But pain points are the things that you're gonna tie in, especially around content. And I'm just gonna give you a couple tools that I've learned from other leaders as well. One of the things is how many of you kind of have always either batched your content or kind of, I, as long as I've known, I've never had, babe, can you come get the dog? I've never had any guidance of what I'm putting out. I've kind of just thrown spaghetti at the wall the last four years. And I'm being very honest. I've never been like an organized leader um, when it comes to, I need to have this topic, this topic, this topic, and that's just not how I build a business. I've always built a business through kind of inspired action, meaning like whatever's come to my heart. That's how I built, okay? But, and this is why I'm talking about it. Awareness is the first step to change. And so what has worked for me has worked for me, but maybe I'm bored or burnt out, or I feel like it's time to pivot, or I'm uninspired, or I'm feeling kind of dull, right? That is a sign that it's time to stretch and it's time to pivot. So for me, I'm like, how can I pivot and make this fun? How can I get back to my basics? Kind of like Megan's talking about sharpening my sword. How can I sharpen my sword? Be off my phone less, grow more. God, my bed, <laughs> you're dropping my ring light. Um, how can I do all these things and like truly like lead others in the season of leading myself in a new way? Does that make sense? So one of the strategy things that I kind of took to heart that I was like, okay, it makes so much sense when we're like throwing all these different topics. For me, I've done it like this. And if you relate to this, just drop a one. One day I'll do like an opportunity, like kind of theme, meaning like talking about the business, putting opportunity stories out there, talking about some type of pain point for my past or post or real or whatever, but it's business on promoter side one day. The next day it's product feature or product focused or blah, blah, and I've trained my team, I've trained you guys on this, okay? So don't, that's what I'm saying. There's seasons of different things and different ways of doing things, okay? So for me, one of the things that I've learned is, sorry, I'm distracted because Nick's chasing the puppy around in the background and I'm like trying to focus and it's like <laughs> squirrel. So anyways, my thing is, how do I take people on that journey of connecting those pain points, right? but in a way that builds a story. Because M, Katie, we've all heard this from them. It's, we're paid storytellers. We're painting stories, right? I can't just do that one day and expect people to click, oh my God, I need this opportunity and this is the story and like, oh my God, I relate to her so much. How can I connect my audience more deeper? So content strategy, I wanna give you to end it out on, okay? And this is something you can fail forward in. I'm failing forward in and seeing if it works. The first week, First week is right now, pretty much, right? We'll just take it as today, start today. 
first week of the month, you're going to speak specifically on your promoter side. Okay. And I'm going to talk about this and I've learned this from a podcast and I'll share it with you too. But promoter side is going to be the biggest parts that you focus on for the week. The reason why is because you have all these pain points that you can pick a topic from, right? So day one, I could talk about having a child at 17 and like the trauma that kind of comes with like all the things around that, right? Day two, I could talk about now I'm a mom of a at 17, how do I provide and not all and the government assistance and WIC and I can talk about that day two. Day three, I can talk about how I kept believing that I was worth more, but I was trying to actually raise a son and be my like find myself in that journey through it. Okay. Day four, I can do feel felt found what I have found that gave me hope, what I had found that helped me know that I wasn't alone, what I have found that helped me connect to my vision and my self-love and my con- what I have found. Okay. Day five, how you need it too, how I can help you, how you need to be a part of this because we're, we're in it together. I've been through those things. I can help you through these things. Do you see how it kind of like just took like this whole, like just storytelling, right? And you can, it's like, if you ever wanted to journal or write or blog or speak or whatever, this is such a great opportunity to practice your full circle moments as well, because you can take people on the journey. If you maybe have a hard time creating things like this on the whim, go through in your notes and just write it out like a big giant paragraph and then just separate the paragraphs for each day. Okay, or each reel or each post or each story or each opportunity, however you're building your business, okay? Then week two, you're gonna focus on what you love about the products, why you love the products, what product do you wanna feature, what it's doing for you, E60 lifestyle. You could even talk about like meal plans, all the things, right? Week two. Then week three, you're gonna circle back into promoters. The reason why is because you're onboarding all your promoters or all the people that maybe you've talked to week one, right? And now, and you're really honing back in on that week two. And then anyone that joins with you week two, because it's after the, or week three, because it's after the 15th of the month, that volume for whoever joins underneath you on the 15th of the month can also merge over to the first week of the next month because they join past the 15th. It transfers over to the next month. So then you can even build more of a deeper connection strategy wise. Okay. Connecting it back to strategy because they can run for their 4k for the end of the month. For example, take that volume into the next month and also run for 4k or 12k or finishing up their 4k or going to 12k, whatever. That is momentum building tips where I would go in strategy wise and be like, okay, you join at the 15th, your volume merging over on the third week, you get to transfer some of that. Let's run together. Where would you do if you could go 12K? Like, could you, like, how would that workload look for you? What would your mindset be around it? Does it matter to you? Cause if not, I don't want to attach my expectation to them. Does that make sense? You want to connect them to their goals, but also help them realize that they're capable of it. But do we believe it? And maybe they don't believe it yet. Then let's do some mindset work to help them as a leader believe that they can achieve. The next thing is go back on the, the last week of the month and do like your product features, things like that, and kind of do it different ways. Merge it in that way. But content wise, keeping a week on week off of specifically, I think it just builds such a better storyline. But like I said, do whatever you need to do. I've done it both ways. Different seasons, 
require different levels of you. So maybe like, you don't want to have it all like organized like that. That's fine. I didn't either, but do what makes sense for you in the season that you have. Um, the last thing is, I think that's all I had on that. Oh, the last thing is set up your week for your making sure that like one, whether it be like your batch content, whether it be your Zooms, your appointments, all these things, strategy wise as a business owner is every single time I go into a new week, I know what I'm expecting to do. And I don't care if I was like a 4K leader or a, zero, or a brand promoter. If I have appointments, if I have child stuff going on, if I have leadership stuff going on, if I have Zooms that I need to be on, because I don't, I don't need to get on Zooms. I don't have to get on work with me, but I do it to leave from the front, okay? Because if I have one person joining me and they're not on a show up session or a work with me, but then I'm not either, I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. And I don't need to be on all of them, but I at least need to hold myself accountable to some of them, okay? So get back to the basics with holding yourself accountable, knowing what to expect for the week, because the only reason you may be overwhelmed or overthinking is because maybe you just don't have that clarity and simplicity around just keeping it simple each day. I don't do a to-do list or like this crazy planner. I just write down my main things that I need to get done and make sure that I do them. And I, and I take people with that on the journey. So let's say it's a product feature week. I can take them around my E60 lifestyle because I brand it all into E60 lifestyle. I talk about my reading. I talk about my moving my body. I talk about my hydration. Maybe you're just starting out your lifestyle around that. Take them on it. You don't need to be a size to be able to share. Can we, can we, can we shop that out really quick, okay? You don't need to be like put together skinny, mini stick. I don't care what size body you have. You don't have to do that to take people on a healthy lifestyle. Health is not a size. Okay. And you're, and I, I hate to break it to you, but you're in a health and wellness business, baby girl or baby guy, whoever's on here. I don't know who's on here, but like you're in a health and wellness business, <laughs> baby guy, that was not appropriate. But what you have to realize is we're a hot mess here. You have to realize is sharing you where you're at is the key, is the key, is the key. Just don't mind my hot messness, the rest of it, okay? So I hope you guys got something out of this. This is just how I am half the time. But Meg, honestly, I just wanna say thank you. I just want to say thank you to everyone that shares this, that listens to it, subscribes to it. I want you to go ahead and take a screenshot of this as you remember right now and go in and tag me on this. I want to hear what stood out the most to you. And I just love the support. Make sure you're leaving a review because I will be sharing these on the podcast going forward. I'm so excited. I hope you guys have an amazing day.